Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny. In case you're new here or welcome back. In case you're new here, this is my podcast. I'm Manny. I'm a 22-year-old just trying to figure out life. I graduated from university earlier this year and now I'm just working and vibing. But I'm going to start with a rosebud and thorn and then we're going to do a big life update because I just know... There might be questions if you follow me regularly. I don't know. So let's start with a rose, bud, and thorn, which is basically a check-in that I like to do every single week. A rose is something good that's happened. A bud is something I'm looking forward to. And a thorn is something that's maybe not so good. Okay, my rose for this week is I actually, I had a very tumultuous roller coaster of a week. It definitely was a lot of ups and a lot of downs, but all in all, it was a really, really good week um, work-wise. Personal-wise, it was like normal. Nothing really happened, but it was work-wise that made it so good. Um, just a few more details in case you're interested. I work at a math tutoring place, and so we get a lot of obviously new kids that come in and want to try out and sign up for math classes. And this week alone, I signed up three kids, which was a really, really good achievement for me. It was, and and the reason why I'm so happy about it is because two of the three kids were kids that felt extremely anxious when faced with math class at school. One of them induces like math not induces math, induces stomach aches when he has to go to math class at school because he's just so uncomfortable with it. But when I was teaching them and having a trial slash assessment with them, they had a really good time and wanted to sign up. So I was really proud of that, just being able to, you know, communicate math in a friendly way that is understandable by all kids. Because honestly, what I've learned is when you're trying to avoid something or not do something or you don't like something, it's not because a lot of the times, at least it's not because you actually don't like it. It's more so because you're scared or anxious of it or just not familiar with it. So once you have someone kind of bring you through and show you that, oh, like this is not bad at all, then usually it's like a good time. So that's my rose. Work went really well. Also, since it's the end of October right now, we had to do a lot of end of month stock cleanup and stuff like that for my other job, which is basically helping out in a warehouse office. And it's actually a lot of fun. I love doing the monthly stock counts. And I had to do that on Friday and I just really enjoyed that and everything lined up. So I was like, oh my God, perfect. I, yeah, I didn't realize there was so much human power that goes into this kind of stuff. And it was, it's been definitely a huge learning process for me. My bud for this week is I booked tickets this week to go to New York at the end of November. I am so excited and I'm looking forward to it. I'm just looking forward to traveling again. I know it's going to be super cold in New York at that time, but I'm honestly super excited. I'm actually really going just to see the um, Christmas tree that lights up in uh, New York, the Rockefeller tree, which I'm really excited about because I've been to New York two times before I think one time in grade 12 and I think a time before that but I had never seen the Rockefeller tree lineup I've also never been to Rockefeller Center with like the ice skating and stuff so I'm super excited to make some travel content again and just be traveling it'll be so much fun my thorn is hmm what is my thorn 
my thorn is maybe that I've had a lot to think about this past week and these past few weeks. Uh, I recently started therapy again and obviously every time I leave therapy, I have something new to think about kind of. And also there's just a lot of like, just being an adult, there's a lot to think about, I think, because for me, at least I feel like school kind of gives you one direction. Obviously it's not like actually one path for school. Like you have a lot of different options of faculties and programs and courses and stuff, but all in all, it's like a pretty direct path where you're just kind of being told where to go. But once you get to being an adult, nothing is laid out for you and you're really just trying to figure it out on your own. Everyone is. That's what I've learned. Everyone's just trying to figure it out. No one really knows what they're doing. And I've kind of been thinking about that a lot this week. And so I feel like I've just had a lot to think about all the time, which can be kind of stressful and hard to turn off because obviously these kinds of questions like, what am I going to do in the future? What is like the best optimal way to, you know, start saving up for a mortgage or for retirement or whatever? Like these kinds of questions don't get answered overnight. They are questions that might not ever get answered. So it's kind of really stressful because obviously you're always thinking about these things, but they don't have answers to them and they're kind of important like super important so yeah that's kind of my thorn I could get into more detail about it but I don't really want to so yeah it's kind of personal but anyways I think I'm gonna do a little bit of a life update because I uh, think I need one Okay, first things first, my update is going to be about my content and my schedule because I have been thinking about that a lot. I am not, I have not been very consistent with posting uh, my podcast or YouTube videos since, well, my podcast, I have not been as consistent since I moved out, but YouTube, I haven't been very consistent since the summer pretty much. And honestly, I can't really say that I'm going to be consistent from now on because I can't promise that. I've realized that for me, my podcast especially is something that I need to do. It's not something that um, I really am not looking for number success, monetary success, all that kind of stuff from my podcast. It's kind of just something for me because I've realized the weeks that I don't do my podcast, I kind of go crazy a little bit. And sometimes I really just don't have time to do it because on the weekends I have other things to do. I have to, you know, I just have to run errands to maintain my apartment and maintain my personal life and spend time with people. So there are weeks where I won't be able to get to it. And I realized that instead of pressuring myself to think about, oh, my podcast, I have to do it every single week and post on this day, blah, 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 blah. Like really it's, I started this for me and I continue it for me as well. And I've realized that I kind of have been putting too much pressure on myself. So I will try to post as much as I can. I do think about, you know, what am I going to talk about and stuff like that. But there are weeks where I just don't want to talk and there are weeks where I need to talk or I'm going to explode. So depending on what I feel, I will record my podcast or not. This week I have been, you know, have a lot of thoughts. So I wanted to film my podcast. But last week, I remember I was feeling super zen and I really just didn't want to talk because I felt like I didn't have anything to talk about. And in those weeks, I'm not going to force myself to make a piece of content because usually in those situations, 
my content's not even that good if I force myself to make it. I feel like the best podcast episodes are when I'm going through a tough time and I talk about it because I genuinely want to and need to talk out my feelings. So that's just kind of a heads up for you guys. My podcast is kind of all over the place and it's not perfect and it kind of sucks that I can't do it every week. I want to try for every week, but I'm not going to make myself feel bad if I can't because I realize making myself feel bad for not posting really doesn't do anything except for make myself feel terrible by myself. So that is that. Same with YouTube. I kind of have been making YouTube videos here and there, but not consistently. And that is totally fine because I honestly just don't have a ton of time right now with the way that I'm prioritizing my self-care first because I've seen people who work nine to fives and then they work like an additional 20 to 30 hours per week doing their content. That's not really something that I want to do personally because I really do value my alone time, the time that I get to recharge by myself. I do value the time I spend with my boyfriend and my family and also just like my personal errands time. Like I think that's very important. So I'm not going to cut back on that kind of stuff and sleep. Sleep is something I super, super prioritize. I'm not going to cut back on those things that literally keep me going just so I can post a YouTube video. Like in the grand scheme of things, YouTube videos are not that important. They're super fun to make. Like I had a, I vlogged last week and the week before I did a weekend in my life living alone and those were super fun. But if I don't have the time, I'm not going to force myself to post like that's kind of just dumb like this is stuff that I like to do for fun and that's kind of what I need to remember so that's my life update basically it's just that my content's kind of going to be sporadic from here Um, I'm trying my best but just know that I have a life to live to and I do want to live it a little bit like instead of stressing myself out all the time Next update is that, oh, this is kind of random, but Raincouver has finally hit. If you don't know, I live in Vancouver and it's basically rainy like six months out of the year. And uh, it's finally started this year. And honestly, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, hit, ask me in like a week and I'm going to be sick of it. But right now, at least I'm super excited for the rain. And I was really excited for this year's fall season. So it's finally happening and it makes me really happy to be able to wear sweaters and hoodies and just layering all this stuff. I love it. So really happy with that. My last update is just a living alone update for you guys in case you are curious. I've been really enjoying living alone this week. I feel like it's been very recharging. That's what I'll say. Um, Yeah, some weeks I feel like, oh, there's so much dead space and silence that it's kind of like spooky, but I feel like this week I've had a really good time. Also, honestly, this week I haven't been home that much, which is another thing. Like one night I go back home to eat with my family and another night I was spending with my boyfriend. Last night I had a sleepover with my boyfriend. So honestly, I haven't been home this week as much, but it's been really nice because Like, I feel like I'm in control of my life and what I want to do, which is really nice. Another big update is I've been cooking a lot more. I actually cooked a decent amount of like really nice, nice stuff this week. Last Sunday, I made a chicken, potato, green bean, mushroom curry, 
and it was so good i didn't make the curry from scratch i used those little square curry blocks if you know you know and uh it was so delicious i was really proud of myself that i was able to make something like that because obviously i've never done that before and it was my first time but it turned out really yummy and then last night i made a tomato egg soup noodle it was delicious for my tomato eggs, you know, that's been something I've been practicing. And then for the soup, you know, I added miso paste. I had white pepper. I added, what was, um, oh, a chicken bouillon cube. So the soup was like spicy and savory and delicious. And I, the noodles were so good. So I had a really good time. I've been really liking cooking more. I feel like cooking on the weekends makes it really, really nice because I actually get to try something new. Usually on the weekdays, because I'm eating so late, I kind of just want to do a sheet pan dinner and like get on with it because I can shower while it's cooking but on the weekends cooking is really really fun okay but anyways that's all of my life update that was a pretty long life update I hope you enjoyed today we're gonna be talking about mm, I kind of had like three kind of ideas for this podcast but I wanted to kind of mesh them all into one. And basically what I came up with is the idea of balancing work and play. So as you guys know, I'm living alone now. And so I'm kind of in charge of my entire life and all my time. Not my entire life, but a lot of my life I'm in charge of. And um, I've been really thinking critically now that I've had a bit of experience working full time and what that's like, thinking critically about what I want from work and career and this kind of facet of my life in general. I was actually talking about this in my counseling session yesterday, and my counselor brought up three metrics of work satisfaction that I thought would be really interesting to share and kind of just reflect on. So the first category is hard skills. Um, So hard skills entails like basically what your job actually is. For example, if you are a dentist, like hard skills is going to be all those skills you need to clean teeth, repair cavities, do all that kind of stuff, remove wisdom teeth. For, I'll talk about my personal jobs in a little bit, but hard skills is basically just what your job actually entails. And you can kind of rate that satisfaction from zero to 10. The second is compensation, which is obviously a huge part for a lot of people. Not only is it just how much do you get paid for your job in general, but also like what kind of benefits do you receive? You know, do you get health care and stuff like that covered? Do you get paid time off? Do you get, I don't even know what else, uh, like what's your work working environment like? Like, are you working from home? Are you working in office? Like, that's a big compensation part that I think a lot of people pay attention to now that COVID has happened. So compensation is another aspect that really um, can make or break a job. And then the last one is like team slash environment. So how I kind of see it is hard skills is kind of you and your job compensation is also dealing with you but team and environment is the environment around you in which you're working so that means like what are your coworkers like what is your manager like what is the style of leadership that is at your job that like might affect how you like it and basically like what is the work environment culture and structure like because that is also a huge make or break so i'm going to kind of talk about 
jobs I've had before and rating them as well as the two jobs that I currently hold and talk about maybe why they didn't work and also why they work now. So the first one that I can think about was I was a behavioral interventionist for my third year of university, basically a full year almost. And um, I ended up quitting because I didn't like that job. And now that I think about these three aspects, I can really clearly pinpoint why I didn't like the job. So the first metric is hard skills, which is basically what your job entails. When I was going into the BI job, I still had experience being a math tutor because I was working that all throughout university. I thought I would have more control over what I was teaching and stuff like that. But when I ended up getting into the role, I found out that like the job, first of all, was kind of laid out for me already. I was kind of just like the robot that needed to do the tasks, if that makes sense. Like I didn't really get decision-making authority and stuff like that. And then also the way in which the job was run was not really something that I enjoyed. So in case you guys are curious, I think I have a YouTube video. I talk about it, but I don't remember what's in the YouTube video. Um, But I was doing ABA style therapy for um, kids with autism. And the way that the sessions were run for this ABA style I really just didn't personally enjoy because I didn't know if the kids were truly understanding or just memorizing the answers which you can kind of argue that learning is kind of both aspects but for kids with autism it's like especially important that you need to like know that they understand but anyways I really didn't enjoy the hard skills aspect of that job like I think the only part that I enjoyed was like actually playing with the kid because one big part of the job was playing on the playground with the kid and that was like the most fun part otherwise the actual like data entry tasks and the tasks about his learning like I really just didn't vibe with I didn't think that was something I agreed with the teaching style wasn't really my philosophy so for that job the hard skills I would honestly rate like a four out of ten For compensation, this was also a big one and why I quit my BI job. I honestly did not think I got paid enough. I think I was paid $16 an hour and that did not include my transportation because both of the kids that I worked with lived quite far away from where I lived and it took me about 30 to 40 minutes to drive one way there. So I don't get paid for driving there, obviously. I could have, actually, I don't know if I could have, but... I should have asked, honestly, but it was something that I, when I signed up, I was like, oh yeah, that'll totally be fine. Like I like driving. But then when I realized like I was driving in rush hour and driving so far away every single day and I have other stuff to do, like I was like, um, I don't really think this is worth it. So my compensation was also not something I really liked and I would rate that less than five out of 10, like four out of 10. Yeah. The last thing is the team slash environment and For that job, I would say probably that's the only thing that I really, really liked. It wasn't even something that was super high up, though. Like, now that I think about it, it's not like I loved the family that I was working with. They were really nice people, but it wasn't like I knew them that well. Um, And then my supervisor, like, I didn't really talk to that often once I was able to kind of work independently. So... I don't know, like a six out of 10 maybe. And when you're thinking about these three metrics of your work satisfaction, it's not that like you have to hit a certain number. It's more so just a a tool to use to kind of reflect about what you're working on, what you're doing, and if that's something that you enjoy. 
So that's why, I mean, both, all three aspects were not really hit of in my BI job. So obviously I ended up quitting and it was very nice. It was good. Okay. My two jobs right now, I was thinking about this yesterday and reflecting on these three metrics and for my first job, which is the warehouse office job where I'm working for my mom's business, I've realized that the team and environment is something that I really don't like. Like I would honestly say it's it's rated kind of low. I just think my coworkers, they're not the most, oh, I'm going to feel really bad saying this, but they're not the most competent people. And it's, I really, I really like when my work environment has people that are really passionate and dedicated to not even just their job, but just like doing things well, if that makes sense. Like, I really like people who, if you're given a task, you just try your best at it, right? Instead of just doing it half-assed and doing the bare minimum. So I've realized that that part of my job is super frustrating right now because my coworkers are not really reliable and they don't really work very hard. But despite that, I still think that this is a very valuable job that I will keep for a while. I think for at least a year because what I'm telling myself is I need to have these experiences to learn about them. I feel like it's super unrealistic to have a job where all three metrics are met and have that forever. You know, I feel like it's I feel like it's like a part of life to have a bad experience that I can look on in the future, look back at and reflect on and be grateful that I had that experience, but then also learn from it and move forward, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like it's hard to know what is good if you don't have the bad, which is kind of obvious. So despite the fact that maybe the team environment is not the best at my warehouse office job, I actually do, I, I genuinely really do like enjoy the hard skills and the compensation. Um, I really, really like learning about, you know, about the supply chain and how this stuff kind of works because this is not something I learned in school and not really something I would have had exposure to otherwise. And it's been really, really interesting to learn about that. Like even just like doing the stock counts and stuff, honestly, is super fun for me. So I, I actually really do enjoy this job in terms of like what it actually is. And it's not a hard job, I would say. You just have to get trained properly and then you'll be able to do it. But main thing that I'm sticking around for is learning how to navigate a bad team environment. It's not bad. It's just not the best. So it's actually been really interesting to do that and stay and, and have that because it's not something I've experienced before. I definitely can't do it long term though, but it, I think it's actually really valuable to have these learning experiences, especially because I'm also still so young. Like I don't need to, I really don't want to find a job that I'm going to have forever because that's going to be like 50 plus years of doing the same job. I want to have a job where I can learn and I can absorb all that I need to know and then I can move forward. I think that's what I'm going to look to kind of have my mindset as when I'm looking for any job in the future is where can I learn the most and then once I kind of finish learning if that's even possible or just you know then I kind of move forward and keep going that's kind of my mindset right now is 
life might not be the easiest, but I'm learning a lot and that I'm really grateful for. That is something I'm super, super grateful for. So yeah, that's my warehouse office job. Both two out of three are like pretty well met, but the last thing, even though it's not great, is something I actually really enjoy learning from. My math tutoring job, honestly, I would say all three things are hit right bang on. I love what I do. I am very happy with the compensation and I'm very happy with the team environment, the culture, the way the business is structured. So I'm very happy with that. One thing, actually, I shouldn't say, but some exciting things are happening with my math tutoring job very soon and I'm really excited about that so it'll be really exciting so that's kind of my work aspect of my life I actually do really enjoy working right now I would say the only thing that I is like kind of sucky is just that I'm still working on an hourly wage and I've realized that the most valuable resource that you have in your life is time because that is not something you can create again. That is not something you can go back to. So one thing I've learned is I definitely in the future when I'm looking to, when I move on from these jobs, look for something that allows me to have a bit more flexibility with my time. Okay, next up in my balancing work and play, what I've really been enjoying is having hobbies. What a concept, I know. Okay, so one thing that I've been really liking is that other than work, I actually have things that I enjoy to do and I'm doing them for fun and not for money. One thing that I realized a couple months into working full time was that I really did miss learning. That was something I like structured learning. I learn every single day in my jobs and stuff, but you know, structure learning because obviously I was a student for so long and now I'm suddenly not a student. I was kind of not used to not having things to learn and study, but I've actually combated that because I started doing math again for fun. And I know that sounds so lame, but you know, I'm a math tutor, so obviously I enjoy math a little bit more than the average person. Um... Over the last few years, since I haven't done math in university, I only did it in first year. And then after that, the only times that I did math was when I was teaching math. Um, I would still say I remember a lot, but I definitely, with the more nuanced, complex topics in grade 11 and grade 12, I don't really remember anymore. So I actually started just doing math by myself and I kind of do it on the weekends and just enjoy doing it. And it's been like a lot of fun. Like I feel like I found a lot of satisfaction from that because I really enjoy like using my brain to solve these math questions again. And it's like, I don't even remember how to do them. So it's been really nice to be able to review. So learning has definitely been a big part of my out of like my personal time that I've been really liking. And it also just gets me off my phone, which is really nice. That is something I've realized is like, actually nowadays I, I do get tired of TikTok and I do get tired of just scrolling. Like I want to do something else. And now that I have math, I have a little math textbook. I can just do it whenever I want. And I've been really liking that. My other hobby that I've been really enjoying, other than content creation for my own personal brand, like over easy and my Instagram and my TikTok and stuff, I've actually been doing a bit of social media work for the math tutoring place that I run. Or not that I run, but I've been running the Instagrams for our math tutoring place and, you know, thinking of pictures to post and concepts and stuff like that. And that has been so much fun for me. I feel like I've just hit all the itches in my brain that I need, you know, like I work and that has been super fun because I get to talk to people. I get to learn new things in a 
work environment and then I'm doing math on my own, which means I get to, you know, study again and learn things by myself. And then I'm also doing social media work when I can and it's been creative and fun. And I just, I feel really satisfied with my life, if that makes sense. Like everything that has to do with just me, I've been very, very satisfied with in terms of my work and in terms of my personal time, my alone time. So if you are kind of struggling and not feeling satisfied with life, I would definitely also reflect on if you have hobbies that are bringing you joy, because that is one big thing that once you start working and your time is kind of valued at a dollar amount, you kind of lose sense of like, who am I as a person? And having these hobbies that you don't do for monetary value. I know I make YouTube videos and I earn a certain amount of money, whatever. That doesn't really count. I really don't see it as a money-making thing. Having these things to do that don't, that aren't valued by X dollars per hour and are just how much you enjoy them is so valuable, I think, and so much fun. So I definitely would recommend that, like doing things that you enjoy. I really want to do like a class, like a weekly class of some sort, not like a fitness class, but like a class where I get to learn something like a pottery class or something like that. That's something I kind of want to look into doing, but I haven't really had time for that. And I don't really know what I would want to do. Like a badminton class would be super fun, I think. Something where I get to like interact with other people, do things for fun. I don't have to be good at it that's what I really want. Okay. But yeah, hobbies and personal time. Like I feel like my aspect of life, my life, I don't even know the life that only has me in it has been really, really good. And I really like that. One thing that I have been struggling with though, is balancing the play and the friendships part. I've been, I feel like I'm having a hard time because I'm, I have these expectations of, oh, these People think I should be doing X, Y, Z, and it's not that I want to, if that makes sense. As of right now, like with the way that my work schedule is, you know, I work 45 hours a week and then I have to have some time to maintain my own life, right? Like taking care of myself, going to the gym, going grocery shopping, cleaning, and then I have my personal time where I do my hobbies and stuff. After that, I am pooped. Also, I spend time with my family and my boyfriend. After all that, usually I am extremely pooped for the week and I don't have time or the energy or the desire to see my friends, which is something I've been kind of hard on myself about and I don't really like that. I'm still trying to find a balance. I don't know how I'm going to. This part I've been kind of struggling with in my life. My first thing is I've just become a homebody. It's Halloween weekend this weekend and I was watching TikTok and looking at my Instagram and stuff last night honestly don't feel any FOMO at all like I loved being in my bed and reading and just being at home and is it because I'm getting old I don't even know but I've really enjoyed being a homebody recently and just I think I've always been a homebody but when I was in university I just had a bit more motivation to rally but now that I'm older and like a lot of my friends are not here or they're just preoccupied it's like I don't really feel that anymore and I honestly am okay with it because when I think about it, you go out drinking, like the, the day after, there's, when you're going out that night, there's so many logistics of like, where are you going to pee? Where are you going to pre? What are you going to wear? But then you have to wear a jacket because it's freaking cold out. And then you have to come home super late. And it's like, you don't want to take off your makeup, but then you have to. And then the day after, you're just going to be like totally 
half a person like you're not gonna be able to function it's like all this stuff is not really worth a night of drinking for me anymore is it because I'm boring I don't know I'm okay with being boring it is fine I love being a homebody like I love cleaning love being in my apartment I love being in my apartment and doing math oh my god I'm such a nerd but it's just been like so enjoyable for this so anyways yeah that's kind of my problem one thing I've also realized is like how many proximity friends I had versus actual friends so for me I first heard this proximity friends term in high school someone else was saying it and I'm kind of stealing it from them but proximity friends are basically just friends of like friends you have because you're in the same area. So that's a lot of my high school friends were proximity friends because obviously we saw each other every day in high school. But I've also realized some of my friends that I thought were actual friends were actually just proximity friends from university. So I don't know. I don't know if I feel like, I don't know how I feel about that. It's not that I feel good or bad or any certain way. I just, I've just noticed that. And that is fine, to be honest. I think it's fine. I don't know. My other question is, how do I meet new people? Like, I don't know how to meet new people now that, you know, a lot of my time is spent working and then otherwise I spend my personal time with people I already know. Like, how do I meet new people? I don't know. My counselor said in your 20s after you graduate is like the easiest time to meet new people. But I feel like with the way that I'm living, I'm not really meeting new people right now, but we'll see about that. That's why I kind of want to do like a class of some sort because then I get to do something new and I also get to meet new people, which I think will be fun. But we'll see. We'll see. And then lastly, I've just also been kind of struggling to maintain current friendships, mostly because I don't really have the time or the energy to meet up with friends every single week now. It's like, ugh. There's a lot of things to do. That's all I'll say is there's a lot of things to do and I don't have the energy for all of it sometimes and it's been kind of crazy. So yeah, that's kind of how I've been feeling about my work and my hobbies and my play and everything like that. I feel like I've been really enjoying this period of my life despite it not being the easiest. That's been fine. Like I think when it's hard is when it's also very rewarding and One thing I've been loving is how I feel about myself recently. Like I think I have been really satisfied with my self-image and how I feel about myself in terms of the work environment and also just personally. Like I feel like it's so nice to have a definition of myself that's not defined by school because for my entire life before this point, my, my identity, my life, everything about me was about school who I was as a student, what I studied, all this kind of stuff. But now that I'm an actual human being, I realized, oh, like I actually have a lot of things about myself that I really enjoy and I'm so much more than school. That's what I tell a lot of my students when, you know, a lot of high school students get really stressed about their assessments and all that kind of stuff. Like I like to remind them that once you get out of school, you realize there's a lot more to life. When you're in school, this is the analogy that my boyfriend and I made, or my boyfriend made, but I love this analogy. You're When you're in school, you're kind of like in a well. You're like the frog at the bottom of the well, and all you can see up at top is just this, which is school. But 
as you graduate and get into the real world, you come out of the well and you realize, holy crap, there's an entire night sky out there and there's so much life to be lived. It's crazy. So if you're still a student, just know that, you know, school is not life. School can be life, but school is not life. And if that's if that's not where you thrive, like, don't worry, because there's so much more after school. Honestly, I hate now that I've worked with kids and in the education system for a little bit now, I hate the way our education system is formed and the way that it kind of binds people to have this as their identity. And it forces you. It's not great. Um, there can be a lot more other parts to your identity other than school, and you... We'll only learn about it as you get older and get out of school. So anyways, that's kind of my episode for today. I hope you enjoyed. Maybe I'll see you next week if I film an episode, if I feel like it. Maybe not. I'll see how I feel. But I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you next week. Bye.